the BQBL Filmcast for week 11, 2022. I'm Alex. He's Dr. Matthew, and we're coming at you from Thanksgiving week, um, where at least three of the owners had a lot to be thankful for. Um, everyone else, though, is just kind of buckling down for a uh, a Western New York winter, is what it looks like, because not a lot of points to go around this week, Doc. No, yeah, that was a special week, right? We're celebrating. Wait, uh, sorry, you said Thanksgiving? Yes. Oh, sorry, I thought we were celebrating the uh, 10th anniversary of the butt fumble. Is that right? It is the 10th yes. anniversary of the butt fumble? It is. 10th anniversary of the butt fumble. Oh, uh, the the picture, the the original butt fumble, because I believe there was another butt fumble this year. There was. We're, we're talking about the classic. Butt fumble classic, not new butt fumble. Yeah, capital B, capital F. Yes. Exactly. Not to be um, confused with B.F. Skinner, who is different. <laughs> very, very different. Yes. Um, so, yes, 10th uh, anniversary of the butt fumble, and uh, at least the Jets are doing their part to honor it in some way. Yeah, because I, I think there's been this season a little bit of back and forth on whether Zach Wilson is good or not. He had a few games where he wasn't bad. Correct. And I think that gave people hope. Well, and it's also, I think that the Jets look pretty good on defense certainly and they used a lot of offensive picks on difference makers like at the skill positions they have a lot of receivers who look good now all of those receivers are asking for trades but they had a a lot of promising receivers i guess garrett wilson hasn't asked for a trade yet but yeah I, i like my favorite part was when they asked zach wilson if he let the defense down his answer was no i know so just and just so we're clear, not letting the defense down if your Zach Wilson looks like this. Nine for 22, 77 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. He took four sacks for 33 yards. So gained 77 yards on completions, lost 33 yards on sacks. To be fair to Zach Wilson, he was not on special teams at the end of that game well sure i mean clearly that you know the the punt return is what clinched it however if you're going to do that much punting in a game eventually it's going to go badly right i you would assume i said that's the only defense i have of zach wilson it it was particularly brutal in a week where i think the story was uh, Justin Fields threw an interception at the end of the game, came into the locker room and apologized to the defense. Uh, and I've seen, obviously, lots of comparisons uh, side-by-sides between Zach Wilson and uh, Josh Allen from the last couple of weeks when, you know, in his interviews, he was asked the same question and basically said, yeah, it's tough to win when your quarterback plays like shit. So it's uh, it's So tough. you're saying that looks. Fields and Allen have some humility, whereas Zach Wilson... Not as much? Not as much. It, it does not appear. Yeah, it was it was interesting. I don't know if you saw it, but um, uh, Booger McFarland was saying it was because Zach Wilson came from a privileged background and he's never been held accountable. Uh, Steve Young disagreed with him that the privilege oh. didn't mean anything. He oh, thought it was... He, 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 he said, it's just Zach Wilson. It's nothing about <laughs> privilege. And, and they could both be... They could both be right, yeah. <laughs> but... I do think that when you're looking at Zach Wilson, you have to look at who they could have taken instead, right? Yes. 
so they couldn't have taken Lawrence, but they could have had Fields. Fields. They could have had um uh what's his name who got injured in San Francisco. Oh yeah, I've totally forgotten about that guy. Uh Lance. We may never see him again. So who? Yeah. Trey Lance. Trey Lance, right. So they could have had either of those, but instead they took Zach Wilson. They did. Um, it's also fun to see Denzel Mims come back. And then you remember they used a high second round pick on Denzel Mims too. Yep. So one of those uh, aforementioned receivers who asked for a trade. Yep. Second round pick on Mims, second round pick on Elijah Moore. Um, second also, round. Also, I believe asked for a trade, right? Yep. First round pick on Garrett Wilson. Asked, um, yeah, asked for a trade. But I think complaint, right? I mean, asking for a trade your rookie season is a little rich. <laughs> You're supposed to wait until your second year, I think. Okay. Hey, you know, the Jets can always always surprise. So I think one of the receivers tweeted a picture of him throwing the ball. Is that right? Yes. So I think that he's already proposed a solution at least. <laughs> no one else is thinking about it. And, you know, I like to I like to see, you know, people taking a proactive approach. I like that. That's some solid trolling. Right? So Yeah, so the Jets that that performance, as you mentioned, was was forty five points, twenty five for the seventy seven passing yards, ten for the completion percentage, and ten for no touchdowns. So I mean, why didn't they? They could have benched him if they were playing really that badly. Like they could have benched him. Zach Wilson said, "Well, it was really windy," but Mac Jones completed twenty three of twenty seven for four hundred and four two hundred and forty six yards. Like it was. He did. I don't think. I think very few of those went any distance downfield. It was a lot. It was. It was a lot of dump offs. Sure. I mean, he had a long of twenty six to Johnu Smith. Uh, yes, sure. But yeah, it was a lot of short stuff. It was a lot of short stuff. Um, but yeah, it was only ten points for New England. They were not started. So, um, but yeah, so Jake Jake got twenty forty five um from the Jets. And that ended up being enough to put him into the lead overall, as it turned out. Although he didn't win the week. Uh, a Washington start, it turns out, would have been good for him and would have given him an additional win because Washington, um, in in another winning performance, but the quarterback score as well, Washington yeah, scored, 28. Yeah, they won easily. Yep. And still scored 28. Yeah. Um, so they just scored 45. That was not the high score on the week. The high score on the week was 66, Alex. So... Um, also not started stuff mm, tough. tough beat there not started uh they were on nick's bench and that was minnesota uh one yeah. of a handful of benchings what so there were two benchings this week uh, i believe accounting for the two high scores of the week one of those was in minnesota where Kirk cousins was benched because they just got absolutely destroyed yeah it was it was easily the most surprising terrible performance of the week where Cousins really just didn't do much. Um, he completed 12 passes for 105 yards. Um, you know, and he's throwing to Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson, and Adam Thielen, and just nothing. Yeah. The right, I mean, the the one defense they have, of course, is that they were missing their what they were on third or third string left tackle, maybe. And and basically he was he was there were seven sacks in this game there was just sort of no time to throw this was sort of a mercy benching because let someone else get sacked 
fair. Although Nick Mullins came in and didn't take a sack. I know he did not. Um, but but Kirk took were, seven. Uh, to be fair, Kirk, um, Kirk took seven. Yeah, he uh, he gained 105 yards and lost 49 yards. He did. I like that. And it was it was even his his final sack. It was Kirk Cousins sacked. Micah Parsons was injured on the play, so he was he was sacked so much the the D linemen were getting hurt. It's hard work to sack a quarterback that many times. Um, long pass on the day was 15 yards when you have Justin Jefferson on your team. And yeah, I, I think as we saw tough. last week, Justin Jefferson doesn't even have to be open and you don't even really have to throw it to him. Just <laughs> throw just, it just near him. By. Yeah. But, but uh, they couldn't get enough to, time. He does take at least need a little bit of time to run down the field that much. And that was the issue. Fair enough. So, um, yes, that was the high score on the week from Minnesota. The second highest score we mentioned was Arizona, um, New York Jets. And I did start them. You did. Yes, yeah. Arizona's benching. Um, and, again, Kyler Murray was out. So uh, we started already with the Colt McCoy experience. Though Colt McCoy, you know, was disappointing last week. That That offense almost looked better with Colt McCoy. Yeah, not so much this week. Uh, Although they Greg Dortch did look half, better. To be honest. Yeah. And then it just fell apart in the second half. Yeah, the, the first four-week Greg Dortch is back. Um, where, for whatever reason, he's uncoverable. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, McCoy wasn't playing badly. But they took him out anyway. Because they were getting right. shellacked. Uh, yeah, they were just getting killed. This is another... Uh... Mercy yeah, he, he didn't make a ton of mistakes, but even so. Yeah. Um and uh and I think they wanted to see what they had in Trace McSorley. And what they had was not a lot. They did not. They had you know what they both they each threw uh a pick. So you know, whatever. N- yeah, McSorley continues to be pretty lackluster. Yeah. But Alex, hold on one sec. I need to pause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, Arizona had the second highest score on the week. Uh, third highest because it was the Jets. Fourth highest was Houston. Um, and Houston got uh, beat rather soundly uh, by Washington in a game where um, the the saving grace, I think, was the pick six that, that uh, Davis Mills threw yeah, forgot about that initially and thought that it was a, uh, they were actually outperformed by Washington, but no, there was the pick six, so that was good for twenty five points on on its own. Um, so yeah, that was a, a solid performance. It ended up being for Houston, um, and enough to give Sarah six wins on the week as she finished second. Yeah, and and Sarah is kind of continuing to slowly move up the rankings. Um, and we do have a, a new leader as a result of uh, Jacob's score this week. Jacob has taken over the lead. Um, I didn't do particularly well because um, even though I submitted starters, I chose my two worst starting teams. Um, Tennessee got me a single point um, after I audible to them from the Chargers, who would have given me 10 points. And all 10 of those points came on the very last play of the game. Um, <laughs> yeah. And in a common theme, I also uh, started Las Vegas, and they gave me negative 19 points, again, on the very last play of the game, 
where Derek Carr threw to a somehow mysteriously wide open Devontae Adams um, to win the game in overtime. Is that? Do you think they should have covered him? Uh, I'm not a defensive coordinator, Matthew. <laughs> if I were, though, I would say yes. Yes, probably would have would have covered the uh, one of the best receivers in the game. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. that that was a big swing. I mean, the combination of your audible, those two plays, you finished with negative 19 from Vegas, negative 18 on the week in last place. And if you had started the Chargers, or if that play hadn't happened, you would have well, you would have had four more wins. So that's a that's a huge well, swing. I was going to start the Chargers instead of Tennessee. And that, oh, so that okay. didn't help me. Okay, that Ve- didn't help me. Vegas okay. was really the problem. Um, I thought that Denver defense was going to perform better. But again, I also would have said they would have covered Devontae Adams. So I'm wrong yeah. a lot. I don't think there's been, I think there's been very little that you can trust in Denver as as a whole. <laughs> Any, anything. They've just been pretty, pretty awful uh, and inconsistent for years, it feels like. Yeah, and the uh, oh wait, is the last play? Yeah, Justin Fields also had a final pass interception. So yes. three of my teams had all, all of your points essentially. Yes, all all yeah. of the points except for the good, one from Tennessee. Good and bad <laughs> except for the one on, from Tennessee <laughs> came on the final plays of their respective games. Yeah, that's impressive. I yeah, can't remember that ever happening before. <laughs> it's not not a trackable stat, but also. Um, very odd. Yeah, if I if I started my good teams, it would have been better. But I I actually got to choose. Uh, Russ did not get to choose. Uh, Russ didn't submit starters, and he therefore got Baltimore's five points and Cincinnati's negative four. However, it was good for two wins because, um, as we mentioned previously, there were a lot of negative scores started this week. Uh, Joseph didn't get to choose, didn't have to choose because he had two teams on by. Uh, Dallas gave him a negative four. Denver gave him a 10 um, because Denver also refused to win that game. And That's uh, the, I think what this is the second, second time in the last three weeks that Joe has, Joe has not had to start teams because yeah. both of his team, two of his teams are on by. Yeah. Well, he's, he's just, he's just showing us that the dead man switches that we have don't actually work. <laughs> How long could you go and not submit starters? Who knows? Um, Nick also ended up with a negative, despite having Minnesota on his bench. He started Cleveland's negative four and Pittsburgh's zero. Um, so he ended up with negative four and the second worst score on the week. And this was then, a, another game where Cleveland, Cleveland scored negative four, but they lost. Buffalo scored six, but they won. I think both both Will and... Uh, Nick, we're disappointed that that game was not played in five feet of snow. Oh, totally. Um, yeah, so Will ended up with, with six from Buffalo, negative nine from New Orleans. Um, however, those were technically his two best starters because he benched San Francisco's negative 10. So no good options, but um, he still got two wins out of it, which he's got to be happy with. Yeah, anytime you score in the negatives and you can pick up two wins, yeah, you take it. And you move on. Yeah. So the um the new standings are Jake with 51 wins. Uh I'm in second with 48 and a half. You're in third with 44 and a half. Will and Sarah are tied for fourth with 41. Joe's in sixth with 30. 
Russ in seventh with 27, and Nick in last with 25. And we've got uh, Thanksgiving week coming up, which means if you're listening to this before Thursday, there are Thursday games, three of them. Yeah. So you're going to want to maybe submit starters. What are those games? Do we know? Is it knowable? Uh, it is. This is, in fact, knowable. Uh, Buffalo uh, Detroit? at Detroit. Yep. Uh, the Giants are playing the Cowboys, and New England is playing at Minnesota. Uh, I think we've already had a couple team, a couple people submit. So, oh no, is that right? Just Joseph, just Joe. So, and we're sure he's submitting for this week. Yeah, uh, we are, as Jacksonville was on by last week. Right. So he couldn't have submitted them. So, I guess that's a that's a this week submission. Um, but uh, hey, enjoy the uh, enjoy the turkey, enjoy the bad quarterbacking on uh, Thursday, and hopefully it doesn't uh, doesn't put you off your off your meal. Yeah, have a anti Millen Thanksgiving. Anti Millen, although I bet Millen eats good. Honestly, that's true. He probably he he does seem like he would have a good Thanksgiving. I bet he does. I bet he's got really good recipes. Mm-hmm. I bet they have like a sweet potato casserole that's like great. <laughs> should I make a sweet potato casserole? Maybe I should. Maybe maybe you should. <laughs> All right, Doc. Have a happy one. Um, yeah, you too. Are you, are you uh, going to Vermont? No, I'm going to be in. I'm going to be in Rochester. All right. Well, enjoy. Yep. All right. And everyone out there, thanks for listening. Take care. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.